I'd like to say, first of all, it's just a great joy to see everybody again after such a long time. Um, and uh, especially <clears throat> Father Anthony, hadn't seen you for years, but it's a great joy to have you back in our community. And Father Nabil, to uh, get to see you before you leave. Um, you have been such a joy to all of us. And you've been a solid uh, leader, helping us to do things liturgically whenever we gather, to, uh, to uh, be a source of wisdom on liturgical questions and other questions, and uh, just a, an example of stability and leadership in your own community. So um, we'll, we will miss you very much, but I, I thank you for all you've done for us here in central Indiana. Um, it's nice to see everybody else. Sorry we can't see each other's faces as much as we like, but you know, with, with masks, it's kind of, well, you gotta take them off to eat anyway, so I guess we get to see each other somewhat. Just need to keep on eating. <laughs> <laughs> but the last few months, you know, we've been separated, and, we've, and since we've been separated, our country has just gone through so much. Uh, drama and turmoil and, and trauma. And I, I want to share some of my thoughts about what we've been through. And I believe that we are witnessing today in our major cities what is what I call the ground campaign of a civil war that began really in the 1960s and has continued to today. And just as in military warfare, <clears throat> you know, it's a common practice for the, to soften up the enemy with uh, an air campaign before you send in troops on the ground. Um, so also our enemy has conducted a similar strategy in the United States, beginning with the sexual revolution in the 1960s and followed up by numerous Supreme Court decisions, the enemy has gradually been softening up their target which is our democracy. This air, ca air campaign has consisted of, among other things, Supreme Court decisions banning prayer in public schools, banning the use of the Holy Bible in schools, the legalization of abortion in 1973, the legal legalization of same-sex marriage more recently, and very recent Supreme Court decision redefining gender in America. All these things are bombing attacks on our culture and on our democracy. Now this, along with a propaganda campaign in our public schools and universities, including the teaching of evolution and the establishment of a deep state in our federal government, and I'm not talking about a conspiracy here, I'm talking about the fact that we have an enlarged and increasingly socialistic and liberal layer of federal employees. This has prepared an environment where a real civil war can take place. So the rioting going on in major cities throughout our country is the beginning of what I call the ground campaign of the civil war. Uh, boots on the, on the ground, troops on the ground, civil war. And the democratic socialist governors and mayors in these areas are unwilling 
or unable to defend law and order, and so the ground campaign of the Civil War has begun. These are some of the thoughts I've had as we've been going through this crisis. And I will not presume to tell you, my brothers, what you should do as pastors. I'm, so, I'm sure that you're all struggling with this. But I will tell you what I have chosen to do with the full knowledge of my bishop. I have chosen to preach regularly about all of these realities and to tell the truth about such things as Black Lives Matter, which is a socialist uh, Marxist organization, a terrorist organization, uh, the Democratic Party, which has become a socialist organization, and other aspects of this attack on our democracy. Also, I have chosen to teach biblical creation and to tell the truth about the fact that evolution is an unscientific and atheistic fairy tale. I have encouraged all families to homeschool their children and from their earliest years teach their children the truth about human sexuality as it is expressed in the Bible. In our parish, we follow very traditional practices such as women covering their heads in church and men and women standing separate in the church building. And I am encouraging all of the people to be politically active. Specifically in this upcoming election, I know we're not supposed to take sides, but I am encouraging people to definitely vote Republican in this uh, November election, because I feel like our, our society is hanging in the, in the middle of a crisis that could, if it goes the wrong way, it could be even more horrific for our country. Um, so I'm encouraging people to be politically active, to speak the truth in love about all the social issues that we're dealing with, and most importantly, with this coronavirus crisis, to not be afraid of death. And so these are a few of my thoughts pastorally about how to deal with this crisis, and I wanted to share them with you. So I thank you for your time.